0: Welcome to the Keep It All Change Cars podcast. My name is Gugu Masuku and I'm your host alongside the owner of Change
1: Cars, Michael pursuit Are you well, champ? Good to be here. Uh, you're the co-host. Come on, give, give me something yeah oh,
0: okay, Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Yeah, you're the owner of Change Cars, so I've got to be something, you know. I'm the co-host, you're the host. Yeah, yeah. We've got, uh, we joined, obviously we always have someone in studio with us. And today we're joined by a lovely gentleman by the name of Murray Grokamp. So Murray is a motoring enthusiast, he loves cars, and he also works very, very closely with the brand change cars. And um, he's also like the, the, the normal guy who just loves cars, right? Mike, you met uh, Murray, for how did you meet Murray?
1: So Murray, for me, the biggest compliment I can pay him, he is the normal car guy. Yeah. Launched Change Cars in June 2021. I get an email to info at Change Cars. Hi, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Murray Crokamp. I'm a car fanatic. I'm a car fan. I look at lots of the websites and I came across your site. He actually just wrote to us to wish us good luck. But it it doesn't stop there. Uh He didn't just wish us good luck. He said, if ever you need me, if ever you need something, if ever I can give you guidance, meaning I'm looking at the websites, what other sites do, Murray A big thank you from all the change cars. You're an asset to this business. Thank Thank you, you, my friend. It's always a pleasure to help
2: you guys. It's such a passion. I have uh, cars and you guys made it possible for me to meet people in the industry, which is great. I love it. Interesting,
1: so Murray talks about meeting people in the industry, if ever you've got a person who looks at others as heroes, journalists, he looks at you as a hero. Listen, I look at you as a hero as well. So that doesn't make him unique. Just need to get a cape. <laughs> <laughs> but Murray, thanks for being here. You're gonna share your wisdom and knowledge with our uh, audience.
0: Son of wisdom and knowledge. So you speak Murray, I mean, you just said now you're a proper lover of cars, passionate. Where does that come from?
2: So my, my my dad worked in the motor industry for many years, more hmm. on the vehicle finance side. And um, since growing up, met a lot of dealers. Grew up with their children, and yeah, so I basically grew up on dealers. You're basically dealer a man's man, man,
1: you know. We we all love cars, right? He's a typical boy, my boy. Yeah, Dad's in the car business. Dad's got a TV show. Jaden does not give a. Boot for cars. <laughs> if you said to Jaden what's kilowatts, he doesn't have a clue. Yeah. I said to him, Jaden, do you know what kilowatts and Newton meters I said, Dad, come on, get real. I said to him, Okay, do you know what NOR two hundred is? He says, Of course. That's how fast a car can go. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's a, it. That's
0: it. <laughs> Lovely. So Murray, I mean, there's a reason why we have you here. We want to get like the perspective of a normal guy who loves cars, right? So for you, what do you look for when buying a car? I mean, you must be what, 39, 40? Somewhere there? I'm 42. 42? I'm 42. I mean, good <laughs> genetics. Look at that.
2: <laughs> so normally, when I when I look for a vehicle for myself or for my wife, um, it needs to be fit for purpose. Yeah. You need to be able to... to That, to me, is number one. Uh, secondly, it needs to be safe. needs to be a safe vehicle. Not just in terms of accident safety, but also um, in terms of hijacking. And I don't want to uh, park it at the mall and come out and it's not there.
0: Um, it's funny, uh, sorry to cut you off there. I've got a friend who, who has a Ford Ranger and it's just been stolen for the second time. I mean, he speaks about cars being stolen. That's, that's just one of those cars.
1: Oh, sure. But it's interesting that you say fit for purpose. And I think that is a key point that too many car buyers don't take into account. I've got a family. Mm. I need a big boot. Mm. Uh, yes, I'd love that sports car. I'd love that low to the ground car. But fit for purpose, I love that term. In terms of theft...
2: No Hiluxes, no Rangers, no Rangers, no Corollas, no Polos. Look, for me, look, they are all great vehicles, and and if you if you if you want to buy a Hilux or a Corolla, then you do that because that's what that what makes your heart pump. If you understand what but I'm saying. But adopt a car guard. But yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, no. But I've thought about this, guys, and I think you've got to do it a certain way. So my friend's Ranger is white. How many white Ford Rangers are there? Most of them are white, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's easier to steal. So if you're gonna go for a Ford Ranger or Hilux, go for some random color that's not like out there. You know what I mean? Get an orange Ranger or something. They'll
2: also stand out of that. The question is, do you go for normal pink or pearlescent pink? (laughs) Exactly. But it's interesting
1: that you say that. That is true. So just something small about theft. And I look back at the olden days. I call the olden days the 80s or 90s. Cars used to have anti-hijacks and immobilizers and gear locks. What was the very best way to stop a car being stolen in the 80s? Nobody knew that. Lock the steering wheel. What would you do? Gorilla steering lock. So what I used to do, I used to have something called a distributor cap. Yeah. You take the distributor cap off, take the rotor out, physically take the rotor out. Mm-hmm. You'll get in that car, that car will <laughs> spin, spin. Is it fuel? Is it electrics? Is it yeah. whatever? Little, uh, little tip, but it's not for the thieves. We don't like thieves no, listening no, to our show. No,
0: no, 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 no. I hope we don't have any thieves listening to the show.
1: So now, how important for you is looks in a car? Because I always say to people, for me, there's two things. A car must look good, and a car must drive good. I'm not being arrogant. I don't worry about fuel consumption. Listen, I'm not gonna buy something that's blatantly bad on fuel. But if you took two criteria, what are they? Looks and driving, am I wrong? I think looks are very
0: important. Um, And for me personally, I think it's how it makes me feel, right?
2: What do you say, Murray? Yeah, I also, the looks, look, look, Looks, look, sorry. <laughs> look looks are looks. very, very important. It, it is important, but, yeah. but but again, I'm going to to speak for myself. Reliability, mm-hmm. the way it drives, and then looks, because I need to feel comfortable if I drive the vehicle. Mm. Um, I need to. It needs to be safe vehicle for me because that's my that's my home away from home mm-hmm. when I'm traveling. And um, but yeah, look, looks are very important, and looks sell as well because if it looks good to you. Good. It's probably it going to be able good, to it let will, it go. it will sell good.
1: What is the saying? If you park it and you don't look back, it ain't worth it. You ain't driving the right car. <laughs> and it's crazy. And I don't know now if it's just me living that, yeah. but every single time I park my car, I do. I look back and say, you're fine. I like you. So you can stay. Murray speaks
0: about reliability, right? And I want to ask you this, Mike. You, you've you got an alpha, right? A spider. Alphas. <laughs>
1: We're what? using the word reliability. It's not a contradiction in terms yeah.
0: No, but would would you still buy a car that you really, really, really want and
1: love? But you know
0: it's probably not
1: the most reliable thing out there. So interesting, if you take modern cars en masse, I do not believe that there's such a thing as an unreliable car. In the 80s, in the 90s, your Mercedes, your Toyota were, yeah. Your Alphas, your Renaults, your Peugeots, at that time were not as reliable. Today, mm-hmm. very few cars are unreliable per se, but where the reliability comes in Every car will do 150,000 Ks. Yeah. Every single car will a car do 400,000 case. Your Toyotas will. Not too many other manufacturers, including your luxury Germans, will. So is that what you refer to when you say reliability? That's what I refer to. And,
2: but also if you look at it, if, when people start complaining on forums, my vehicle is unreliable. And you, and you get this on, on the Toyota, Ford, any, any sure. forums. Um, go and have a look. Those are vehicles that's out of warranty. High mileage, so it's already about two hundred thousand k. So guess what? It's things are going to break, but does it make it unreliable? I don't necessarily think so, because at two hundred thousand k, you we need to replace it. your starter. You need to start looking at timing chains and stuff like that. It's it's for me what I what I see. It's hardly hardly ever with people complaining that first th- first three years when it's a new sure. car. Um, it's normally after that, but. To add, if it's a vehicle I really want and I know it's unreliable, I'll still buy it. Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> yeah. figure it out later. Uh, 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 he's, a, he's a man, you know, drinking is unhealthy, but I'm going to drink. Yeah. Smoking's unhealthy, but <laughs> I'm going to smoke. Anyway. smoke okay? anyway. now, interesting, Murray, new or second hand for you. So we said, what do you look for in a car? Are you a client who's happy to buy new? Do you look for low mileage secondhand demo? What do you look for? So I've, I've
2: played in both areas. New cars, always... He,
1: you see why we've got him yeah. It's He's always, balanced. It's always there, nice it. to
2: buy a new car, that new car smell, and you know it's yours from the start. But sometimes when you when you see that car that you can't necessarily afford new, look at the second-hand option and go for it. If it's low kilos, if it's a demo, or it's well-maintained, you can quickly pick up in that first two, three years if anything went wrong, Go for it. Because now you can afford what you actually want. So 100%. both for me, it depends on, it really depends on what you what you want. And nice thing about buying a second hand vehicle, it took that first de- depreciation knock. So what you're saying is let the
0: first idiot take the knock and then?
2: Pretty much. For, for <laughs> you
1: soften it up. We don't use the word idiot. We use the word sucker, Gugu. <laughs> the first sucker. <laughs> Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit
0: changecars.co.za. So, Murray, you're a family man, aren't you? I am, yes. got a family. What would you say are like, the critical things a car should have as a family person, a person with a family?
1: He's going to answer that first. Oh, you've also got a little family. A, a soft haven't you? top, two seats. Okay, sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong question, Murray. You answer it.
2: Again, and maybe I sound like a broken record. Yeah. You're traveling with your family, you need a safe vehicle, not just. Safe is in that terms a bucky of accident? Bucky, it can be a bucky it should be. Mm. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, uh Look, a great all-round vehicle for me is your Bucky-based SUVs. It's big, it's safe, it gives you that uh, that perception of safety. Um, but, well, they are, they are, to a certain extent, they are very safe. The
1: jury will disregard everything you've just said and strike it from the record. <laughs> you know my views on Bucky's, eh, and double caps? No, what are clear. your views on Bucky's, actually? Because we've never spoken about this. I genuinely, genuinely detest them, Marie. I, I detest everything about a double cab, and I know I'm unique. Listen, sales figures say Michael Pashut on this one you're you're in the minority, and I accept that. I just don't like the luggage space in a in a bucky. Where do I put my luggage? Try to put a suitcase in the back of the bucky. Okay, I don't, I don't see you driving a bucky. I see you fighting with the bucky. <laughs> <laughs> if I left you with one, <laughs> you the next time you see me in a double cab will be the first
2: time. But you carry on with your bucky. So yeah, Look, there is a place for a bucky. But I just feel a well-balanced vehicle is your Bucky-based SUVs, Everest, MUX, Fortuner. Um, It's large, it's big, you're sitting up behind the traffic.
1: If you are looking for the ideal one-size-fits-all, so seriously, let's leave the Bucky out of it, Mm -hmm. you leave a sedan out of it, there is nothing better. Exactly what you said, your Everest, your Fortuner. When you look at the sales figures of Fortuners, why are they so high? Because there's a vehicle that fits all uh, categories. That's a good balance.
2: It's a school-run vehicle. It's uh, going away for the weekend, going to Limpopo vehicle. Um, But if you're Limpopo,
1: it's going to the free-stage vehicle, of course, (laughs) eh? Of
2: course. Of course. So it's a a good all-rounder. The other, just a step, well, not necessarily a step down, is your larger SUVs, like your Hyundai Santa Fe, your your, um, Kia Kia Sorento, Hmm. Mazda CX-60 that came out now. Those are, those are a
0: solid second for me. Yeah, but this is now the, the 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 diplomatic answer, right? This is the answer that fits everyone. What would Murray buy? I would imagine you grew up in an era where, where sedans were the cars, like your Honda Civics and what, what, and what, what back in the day.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Google doesn't go into great details on the 80s and 90s. And <laughs> and the 90s. Toyota, yeah, the Corolla.
0: Toyota Corolla, whatever, <laughs> I don't know. But what would Murray buy? What would you want to get into? What, what segments of car would Murray buy? There's actually two. Yes. There's
2: actually two. One is the large SUV, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the Fortuner, Everest. And would it MUX's? be the Fortuner for you if you were buying something in like no. that category? MUX. MUX. MUX, because it's a bit low-key. All right? It's not as popular as the others. of course. Of course. Um, second thing, and, and people don't... I mean, and it's so sad that those vehicles didn't sell a lot in South Africa. is your station wagons and your state vehicles. They are just as good even better in versatility than your compact SUVs. Um, but sadly, there's not a market for it. So um, the only manufacturer that nails it currently Aldi. is Volvo. Volvo and Audi. Audi Avance. And then always your, your always please put
1: Audi first, just, just for me.
2: <laughs> I think, and, and, and with the Volvos as well, well-balanced, safe vehicle, low on the radar, solid vehicles.
1: But now it's interesting that you mentioned the station wagon. What made station wagons fail? For me, it's one thing. What would you put locally? it Locally? Yeah. I don't know, tell me. The term, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's one of those negative connotations. Ooh, he bought a station wagon. Really? He bought a beautiful new hatchback, amazing. He bought the new three series sedan, amazing. amazing. He bought the new X-Trail SUV, amazing. Bought the station wagon. Like who buys station wagons? So why, what do Audi call it? An Avant. Avant. Oris but 6 now Avant. You, get,
2: you get some, some manufacturers call it an estate and that's just as bad. Because who died? You know what I'm saying?
0: One hundred percent. Once SA's leading insurance, visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. Okay, so guys, you know that the world is going electric. I think everyone now is aware of that. Um, some may not be too pleased. I'm one of those. I you second too? that. Second that. Okay, Murray, what are your thoughts regarding the direction that things are, are taking now in terms of electric vehicles?
2: Look, Europe Europe is, is, is big in EVs currently. Um, it is expanding at, uh, at a massive rate. Um, so it is inevitable. It will, I mean, it will, they will trans, transition to South Africa as we carry along. Um, but having said that with the, look, our infrastructure and Europe's infrastructure is not necessarily, there's, there's a big difference, but even with the first world infrastructure, the struggles. The struggles. It's not a vehicle that you can take on long trips. You can to a certain extent, but then you need I to charge you can for six now hours. With, with,
0: the, with the newer electric vehicles. The range is, is insane. It's like 500 plus
1: in some of them. Hmm.
2: Yes, yeah, so if you so, so let's, let's put South Africa in the picture. So if I want to go to the free state I can do a trip. Hmm. I go Probably. to
1: Bloemfontein, no problem, but Cape Town. But if
2: I go to Cape Town or Durban, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with an issue. Um, and they're actually sitting with the same issue there. As, as, as soon as you start going over that threshold Mm. you need to wait for five hours or or whatever the case may be so sadly look it's 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 something that's going to happen happen, it's inevitable
1: now when you Um, say sadly murray for you what is it the loss of the sound the loss of the smell loss
2: of the i mean v8 um response. No. the no Displacement. No.
1: <laughs> no disrespect to an electric. Uh, no uh, replacement,
2: replacement for displacement. Eh? Ah, so V8s, V6s, um, and even look in the modern times now, two-liter turbo Golf. It's cool. Yeah. GTIs are cool. Ford Focus STs are cool. You're going to you're going to lose that, but a compromise for me, and this is something where I think this is something that will work in our country is your plug-in hybrids, because what happens? I plug it in, it gives me a 40, 40K range. I can do the school run in it. I can drive to my my office in it. Um, when I'm at the office, I can charge it again. I can drive back. And I have that backup of engine. internal combustion engine. Yeah. So that to me, I think is something that might start becoming more popular in South Africa before the EVs comes in.
1: Now you called it a compromise. I've never understood the Toyota Prius A car that wasn't the best-looking car in the world, but that didn't take off in South Africa. I'm all with you on the compromise. Exactly that. 30, 40k school run, I want my electric vehicle. But whatever goes wrong, when I say goes wrong, I run out of power, I've got my normal engine. Why are cars not like that across the world? I personally don't get to drive towards EVs. You think it's an oil thing?
2: No, a lot of people, I mean, I'm not... I'm I'm not that technical, but people seem to think that the oil is going to run out.
1: Oil ain't running um, out.
2: But but that's the theory. That's, what you, that's the what you see. a Saudi Arabian uh, sheik <laughs> was going to run out, He will guarantee you it's not.
1: Never.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I it saddens me a bit. What
1: saddens not. me is that we always talk about classics. Remember, uh-huh. there's always going to be petrol vehicles on the road, Yeah. okay? But imagine being an 18-year-old in 15 years' time, and he says, Dad, are you saying to me, you actually got your license in a car that used to put out like exhaust fumes? I mean, who did stuff like that? They'll think scale electric yeah. cars yeah. are normal cars. Yeah. I I personally have said to you, I'm on record saying I don't like EVs, and I never will.
0: But then how long do we think it's going to take, especially for us, until... You know, we don't really have petrol cars, or we start being penalized for having petrol cars.
1: Some of the manufacturers are looking at 2030 as the last ice engine, but I don't believe they'll be able to uh, achieve that. But that's a discussion for six hours and for another (laughs) day. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit
0: changecars.co.za. So one of the things that's always intrigued me is how everyone is just into SUVs and crossovers. That It's like the new phenomenon.
1: Like, it's not just South, South Africa. Africa. It's yeah. around the world.
0: And and that's caused the death of so many models. Sedans, Passats is gone, Jets is gone, hatchbacks are gone.
1: When you said models, I thought like supermodels <laughs> and runway models. What do, what do you put it down to, Murray?
2: When, when you ask people why do you buy SUVs, they normally say, yeah, I, I feel that it's versatile. It's not always as versatile as you think. And then secondly is the raised the ride height. So you sit higher, so you feel safer in traffic. The issue that you have now is there's so many SUVs on the roads, everyone is sitting up higher. So you need to buy a bigger one.
1: <laughs> so uh, monster jam, Cape South <laughs> Africa. That's what. But it's interesting you talk about SUVs. The first time I bought an SUV was 2010. 37 You've never stopped years old. Since. Eh? And haven't I haven't stopped, stopped since. since then. Yeah, yeah. But interesting, why till 2010? Because I didn't like the concept of an SUV. What do you need it for? You want to be load to road, good handling, good performance. Then uh, a lawyer friend that I had at the time was selling his Porsche Cayenne. And I just looked at this car and I just said, always kind of wanted them. The price was superb, unbelievable. He's no longer my friend. I underpaid by 200,000 <laughs> Rand. But that was a start. Yeah. Where am I going with this? Since then, I haven't had another personal car. Mm-hmm. I've got other cars, yeah. weekend cars, etc. that is not an SUV. What does an SUV besides a ride out give you in South Africa today that you can't beat though? You uh, want to pavements at the rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Just the quality of our roads. I mean, yeah. in 2010, 12, 13, I, I, I believe we had some of the best roads in the world. Our highways are still tops, but our suburban roads were brilliant. But today, typical SUV, 255, 265, 75 tires, higher profile tires. That for me is where the safety comes in. Somebody tries to hijack you in an SUV, put spikes across the road. You will carry on driving with your four-wheel drive system. Would you be able to do that in a front-wheel drive Renault Clio? Probably not. You you, you literally are tickets. So for the SUV market, we've just done our little campaign for you on why (laughs) SUVs. Murray, if I say to you, second car, not an SUV, just something for the weekend that would tick blow the box for back. you. Blow your hair or blow your lack of hair <laughs> down. For, for, for <laughs> what would it be? Money is obviously an object, but within limits, what would you be buying? There's two.
2: C-63. You see, there's,
1: there's, there's two. Oh, yeah. It's not just yeah. one, I need two weekend cars. C63 MG,
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. Second is 500. 500,
1: oh, the Merc? Like what, your um. model roughly?
2: So S class I would go for um two thousand and two. Unbelievable car. Those are the ones that I would go for. Um C sixty three, not the new one. Not necessarily the new one. The previous
0: W two oh four. What is it about the six three, Murray? Because I'm a diehard fan.
2: The sound and the power. That's Theatrics. all. That's all. Sound. You don't even need a radio. Yeah. Just open the windows and go. I never tried to catch you off guard, but if you took
1: 2000 to 2004, Mm -hmm. three cars, BMW 7 Series, S-Class Merck, Audi A8. So... Somebody likes what Murray said. Oh, wow. He's not the only guy who wants a 20-year-old luxury car. You find one beautiful low kilos. Very affordable now. 50, 60, 80, 100,000 kilos. What would you imagine roughly you'd be paying for that? It is value for money on a level you couldn't explain. What would you imagine?
2: 150, 200,000. 150, 180. That's
1: exactly it. So I said a range. one hundred and fifty to 300,000 rand will give you something spectacular. A 2005 A8 7 or S-Class will still feel like new. Will still drive like new and it will have features today that cars don't even have your electric seats, your cooled seats, your heated seats. Because they're you
2: always know, the leaders. They're the leaders tech.
0: 100%. What scares me about those cars, though, guys, is maintenance. Airbags, right? You've got airbags on those things, not shocks. And when you start having to replace those kinds of things, it's it's a different story. I've
1: got to just tell you. So Google always talks about airbags. What is an airbag to you?
2: So there's
1: two. Uh, when I say the proverbial term, Don't well, lead him on. <laughs> airbag is for
2: safety. Airbag is for he safety. He let him now. He was going to say no. this two. But, but, well. but he's talking about air
1: suspension. Air suspension. Uh-huh. So Google um, says, I'm really worried about, he's got a beautiful tour and he says, I'm be- really worried about the airbags that are going to give me trouble. I said, listen, I assure you, if <laughs> you haven't <laughs> had an accident... They're not going to give you trouble. He says, but even if I haven't had an accident, are we talking two different directions? He's talking about his air suspension, and I'm talking about this thing popping out the dash. I'm thinking, but why are you wait? What do you think? It's going so, to explode in your face now, at 70 k's an hour? Do you remember it? I remember.
0: What do you call them? Uh, air suspension. No, but individually, what do you call them? Because they're not all going to go. So if you're talking about them individually. One
1: wheel of your air suspension. <laughs> no, uh, your no. left front, left rear, <laughs> right front and right rear. <laughs> How good has it been having Murray? No,
0: it's been fantastic, guys. And time has gone by so quickly. And it
1: Two hours, 45 minutes?
2: 245 <laughs> minutes, whatever you want
0: to call it. It flies. Murray, thank you so much, man, for joining us.
1: And Mike, as always, it's been fun.
2: Guys, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I
1: always say, look around you and get used to it because you're going to be back.
0: No, we'll definitely have Murray back in here. And if you're looking for any car related advice, whatever it is, car buying, car selling, insurance, that is what we're here for. Podcast at changecars.co.za. I would love to hear from you. And if you need a car, get onto the site as well. Search there for a car or a bike, new or used. That is what the platform is for. Insurance, same place. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV channel 189 and on YouTube new episodes every week.